man and brother, no doubt. You broadcast, you signify, you're breaking her down. Kind mom just piesing you. Taking tired the way you do. Sprinkle goo with dust around your bed. In the morning, find your own self dead. Getting filled with just shaking that thing. Sister called Miss Lou. Shucks, so she had a German flu. Another sister by the call Miss Spoon. Shucks, so you couldn't stay in the room. Getting filled with just shaking that thing. Say, Mama cooked some cabbage, didn't have no meat. And she sold them on 35th Street. Oh, folk, run and get your glass. Getting a Jew from a two black bag. Hey, mama killed a chicken and she thought he was a duck. Morning table with his heel cocked up. Oh, fuck, run and get your glass. Getting a Jew from a two black bag. Shoulder shake a wig and knee and getting filled with just shaking that stand. Clap hand, here come Nelson. Clap hand, here come Nelson. Clap hand, here come Nelson now.
place had the blues while I was going my baby drink my booze I was afraid of that I was afraid of that she just wants money I was afraid of that I have no mention lived in a shack thought my loving would bring her back I was afraid of that I was afraid of that She just wants money, I was afraid of that. In the kitchen mechanic, that's her treat. She had the best brown bedded that ever was made. I was afraid of that. I was afraid of that. She just wants money, I was afraid of that. Some folks don't know what a good gal is. You ought to see. That gal when a braid have this I was afraid of that I was afraid of that She just wants money I was afraid of that Ashes to ashes Sand to sand Show me a woman wouldn't drop a shuck on a man I was afraid of that I was afraid of that Good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Old Codger Radio Hour. I am your host, the Old Codger, Courtney T. Edison, here on WFMU. Well, we started out the show with two songs. Romeo Nelson sang Getting Dirty, Just Shaking That Thing. And then Blind Blake did I Was Afraid of That, and it was part two. Well, I, I'm a big fan of the blues. I knew many of the great bluesmen of the past. In fact, uh, I had a whole bunch of photos that were taken of me and the great Robert Johnson back in the 1930s. There was maybe a dozen photos of Johnson posing with me at some some roadhouse down south. I forget the name of the place. I, I remember Robert Johnson, he was holding his guitar in one picture, and we were drinking whiskey in a couple of other photos. <laughs> in one, he pulled his pants down. <laughs> he was quite a cut-up, Robert Johnson. Anyway, but some floozy that I knew a few years later found those photos in my bunker. And she was mad at Johnson. I think she was a former paramour of his. Anyway, she, she, she took a pair of scissors and she cut Robert Johnson out of the photos. Then she took the batch of the trimmings with Robert's photos and she burned them all. So all that was left was a bunch of badly trimmed pictures of, of me. I think, you know, I think you can see Robert Johnson's hand in one or two. Man, they were just a bunch of personal snapshots. I'm sure they had no historical value, whatever. Well, anyway, in tonight's program, we have another new sponsor of the Old Codger Radio Hour. It'll be coming up later in the program. And, and Gus Bodenheim will be along to deliver this important message. Because that's how we refer to commercials on this program. Important messages. The music is entertainment. The commercials are serious business. 
Now we also have, later in the program, a soundtrack from another motion picture starring Flip the Frog. Unfortunately, it is not Flip the Frog Sings the Blues. That motion picture has been lost. There are no existing copies of Flip the Frog Sings the Blues. If you find a copy of the film in your attic or you pick one up at a yard sale, please contact me immediately because I'm looking for it. You can call me on my phone. You got my phone number? I'll give it to you. The same number that I've had since 1892. I haven't given it on the air in quite some time, so maybe some of you people have forgotten it. Here, go get a pencil. Okay, that phone number, write it down. That phone number is 6. Call me if you find Flip the Frog Sings the Blues. Okay, well anyway, uh, let's move along to the program. Back to the music. Here is uh, uh, Desi Arnaz, uh, Isu Orchestra. Yo vengo de Nueva York, de Nueva York bonito, donde dice que es el swing lo que más gusta. Yo vengo de Nueva York y por la Virgen juro que es la música cubana lo que más se baila allí. Lo que más se baila allí Se baila rumba, se baila el son Se baila conga y bien Yo vengo de Nueva York y por la Virgen juro Que es la música cubana lo que más se baila allí Lo que más se baila allí yeah.
Well, get ready. Ooh. A miser old once hid his gold. Where? Beneath a ruined tree. Go on. My girl and I, we set out to try to find that LSD. The lightning flashed, the thunder roared, the wind it blew, and the rain it poured. As we search for the miser's hoard under the blasted oak. My girl said, I feel damp. I've got the creeps and I've got the cramp. Standing here without me gamp under the blasted oak. That miser was wiser than ever I could be. He blessed his wealth, then he blessed himself, but he put a curse on me. I dug around the fungus plants, bitten by a million ants. A swarm of bees settled down me pants under the blasted oak. I said we'll share equal shares. She caught my hand and I caught hers. A mad bull caught me on her words under the blasted oak. My pants were torn, four and a half. I got wild when my girl laughed and said, I'll bet you feel a draft <laughs> under the blasted oak. That miser was wiser than ever I could be. He blessed his wealth and he blessed himself, but he put a curse on me. While searching for that LSD, a flock of pigeons in the tree soon showed me what they thought of me under the blasted oak. Suddenly, the silence fell. A ghost appeared. I gave a yell. I cried that miser's here as well under the blasted oak. Then that ghost, all dressed in white, said as he hugged my girl tight, it's turned out nice again tonight, under the blasted oak. That miser was wiser than ever I could be. He blessed his wealth and he blessed himself and he put a curse on me. To prove that ghost was just a cheat, I gently lifted up his sheet, then kicked him in his dark retreat under the blasted oak. Last night I saw upon the stairs a 
little man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away. with a O and I. Say, man, scram, take it on the land. I heard about Widow Jones across the street. While you were making love, you went sound asleep. Say, that's the kind of love you can keep. So, man, be on your way. Another thing I know, 
that your dad broke. And a man without a dollar's just a great big joke. A man ain't got a dollar, my answer's no. So man, be on your way. Remember when you took me to the zoo to show me the lion and the ape? The tigers and the elephants were okay too. But when you tried to show me that big black snake, say, a woman ain't got no interest in a zoo. Animals are many, but dollars are few. So I'm going home and I'm telling you, men be on your way. Do you hear me? Men be on your way. here in the bunker, Old Codger Show. Uh, that set started out with Desi Arnaz, Isu Orchestra, which I come from New York. Then the great George Formby, what a fabulous performer he was, actor, uh, played the ukulele, and he sang Under the Blasted Oak. Mildred Bailey and her orchestra, we heard a little man who wasn't there. Then Cleo Brown sang Man, Be On Your Way. And then... Hartman's Heartbreakers with Betty Lou. And uh, she sang, No Hugging or Kissing. Well, Okaja here, WFMU. You know, last mic break, I was uh, talking about the blues before. Uh, 
Besides knowing some of the great blues masters of the past, I knew almost all of them. I also knew this guy, Morris Mopey Stubbs. He was one of the legendary failed blues musicians. Yeah, yes, so you. Despite Mopey's ambition, he wanted to sing the blues. He couldn't stay miserable long enough to sing the blues convincingly. I'll never forget, Mopey woke up one morning and the sun was shining in his front door. And, miraculously, the sun was shining in his back door, too. His wife brought him coffee in bed and a cigar. Well, Mopey asked his wife to cheat on him so he could write a song about how his woman done him wrong, how she was a low-down, no-good mistreater. But instead of running off with his best friend and leaving Mopey broken-hearted enough to write a blues song about it, instead his wife offered him a back rub. Well, Mopey was broke for a while. He had no money. He started to write a blues about being down and out. Then he won the lottery. Well, Mopey started to drink because so many great blues songs are about sleeping till 11 a.m. and being drunk by noon. But, but Mopey didn't like alcohol. What he did like very much was he liked Moxie, one of the most popular soft drinks in America. So he tried writing Mopey's Moxie Blues. But it just came out sounding like a commercial jingle. There was nothing remotely bluesy about it. So he just, he burned the charts. Another time, Mopey had an appointment to meet the devil at a crossroads so he could sell his soul. Which that would be great to write a song about. But when the devil arrived, he was fresh out of cash because he had just purchased Charlie Patton's soul. And that turned out to be a lot more expensive than the devil expected. Another time, Mopey went to the local house of ill repute. It was called Nimble Jim's House of Joy and Wings. W wings was in parentheses. It, it was a front for what went on in the back. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, lots of blue songs involved rough sex with loose ladies bathed in red light. But Nimble Jim's was closed for renovations. So they reopened six months later. So Mopey went back. But he was dismayed that Nimble Jim wouldn't take MasterCard. Well, he thought of writing a blues about that, the MasterCard blues. But Mopey realized it was a pathetic idea, and that singers who really had the blues would scoff at him. They wouldn't even let him join Local 34, the blues union. Ah, poor Mopey Stubbs, one of the great failed blues musicians of all time. That's why you've never heard of him except here on the Old Gods Radio Show, because I have a good recollection of Mopey Stubbs. Well, right now we've got to move along. We've we got a commercial, a new commercial, a new sponsor of the Old Gods Radio Show. It's a fine product, and here to tell you about it is, of course, our staff announcer, Gus Bodenheim. You'll agree that we've certainly come a long way from those days when even gentlemen walked in public with their faces unashamedly exposed for all to see. The crass jut of a naked nose, the wet, lascivious invitation of an uncovered mouth were once common sights, but no more. Our beloved masks protect us scientifically from airborne pathogens and the leering gaze of strangers. All well and good, but they also present a challenge to one important segment of the populace, tobacco chewers. What form of chewing tobacco is your favorite? Plug? Dip? My preference is to gnaw on a greasy hank of red man tobacco, or if you prefer, indigenous carcinogens. But whatever your cud of choice, here's the rub. 
In a world already sadly bereft of the shiny cuspidors of yore, how and where is a masked chewer expected to expectorate? Del Barton Fluid Management Systems presents the Chaw Sack. This innovative mask features not only a washable HEPA filter and comfy Terry ear loops, but an extended protrusion which dangles flaccid when not in use and accommodates up to a half gallon of warm brown high nicotine sputum when fully engorged. Enjoy sporting events, if any, and religious ceremonies where applicable with confidence. Attend opera performances someday with no need to spend the untracked, anxiously chomping and spitting in some dire back alley. Chew and spew away during the aria. When you need to empty the chaw sack, just pull the Velcro tab release, being sure to hold the tapered end of your funky trunk over a sink, toilet, or storm drain, and let her rip. A few passes of the included long-handled drool brush and a spritz of our patented Neutralizol spray, and you're all set to begin anew. Keep a chaw sack on hand in your car, your RV, or your boat. Whatever you do...
There was a song composed recently that became an overnight sensation. I refer to that popular plaintive melody written by Mr. Roy Turk and Mr. Fred Allard entitled Mean to Me. This, friends, is not their only meritorious composition, as they also have to their credit, My Sweetie Went Away and I'll Get By As Long As I Have You. Uh, Mr. Turk writes these songs and Mr. Allard translates them. Boys, give us that mean to me.
The preceding set of music opened up with the Brock sisters, and they sang a song called Sweetest Little Rose in Tennessee. Then we heard Babe Blake. It's the only known recording by Babe Blake, and she sang Mean to Me. Then uh, Ruth Edding sang Just a Little Closer, and finally Billie Holiday with the tender ballad When a Woman Loves a Man, with the great Lady Day, Billie Holiday, here on the Old Codger Radio Show. Well, we're about to hear another soundtrack from a motion picture starring Flip the Frog. Now, this broadcast of a Flip the Frog motion picture soundtrack is made possible by a generous grant from the Della Barton Foundation, preserving the legacy of cinematic amphibians since 1954, except from 1963 to 1965, uh, from 1987 to 1993, from 2002 to 2007, and uh, 2013 to 2014, when the Foundation encountered uh, sudden, mysterious, and never-resolved disappearances of significant amounts of funding. Now, during all the other years, of course, uh, Frogs on Film never had a stronger benefactor. The Dead Barton Foundation has been campaigning for years to honor Flip the Frog with a Lifetime Achievement Award. There is no more deserving frog in the acting profession. Flip's performances speak for themselves. Well, he doesn't actually speak. He kind of makes unintelligible noises that approximate speech. But that's a talent, too. Now, many people, including a number of WFMU staffers, claim that I make unintelligible noises that approximate speech. Some listeners have said similar things about Hardy White. Everything Hardy says makes sense to me. But then... When you reach your 100th birthday, as Hardy and I have, you tend to establish a communication bond with others who have breached the century mark. That's why Hardy White, who is, if I recall, 103, that's why Hardy and I get along so well. well I seem to have gotten sidetracked. We do, we do have a, a, a Flip the Frog motion picture uh, soundtrack up next. This one is from 1931. It is called Movie Madness. This film also, you know, See them, because you're only going to hear the soundtrack. This film also features cameo appearances by a number of now-forgotten 1930s B-grade actors, including uh, Nathan Weezy Comstock, Midget Laverne, Gloria Redrum, and uh, Mickey Rooney.
them out or I'll shoot. I want to buy all your pushy bone for me, yeah? Certainement, certainement. Yeah, too. Bon palais, mes amis, bon palais, mes amis. Aïe, 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 mon palais. Bon palais, quittez, mon palais, quittez. Aïe, 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 mon palais, mes amis. Bon palais, mes amis, bon palais, mes amis. Aïe, 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 mon palais, mes amis. Bon palais, quittez, mon palais, quittez. Aïe, 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 mon palais, mes amis. Bon, mon vieux gros pied, mon palais, mes amis. Aïe, 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 mon palais, mes amis. 
M'en parler mais ça, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler mais ça. Homme avec les petites gens, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler mais ça. M'en parler mais ça, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler mais ça. Homme avec les vieux coups, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler mais ça. M'en parler mais ça, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler mais ça. Homme avec les derrière, m'en parler mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, m'en parler on parlait mais ça, on parlait mais ça. Aïe aïe aïe, on parlait mais ça. Mais le Duke du Nord, le Duke de Sydney, il est tout est calé toi. Jouer guitare, Dennis, jouer guitare. Oh. 
Mrs. Jones' new dress What did Mr. Brown Say to Uncle Benny Just one of those things He'd had a few too many Sure was a hungry crowd They didn't leave a scrap Far over We ought to feel real proud And mighty glad The darn thing's over Please go away And let me sleep no more company to feed No more papers left to read So what's to do about it? Let's put out the lights and go to bed No more anything to drink Leave those dishes in the sink What's to do about it? Whisper nighty-night and so to bed You're waiting now me to say I love you more and more and more dear you're looking younger every day you never were so sweet before dear no more money in the bank no cute baby we can spank so what's to do about it let's put out the lights and go to bed good friend Herman or Dodo Hopfeld, who has given us Sing Something Simple, Yuba, and As Time Goes By, played this little melody for me several months ago. I pleaded with him not to put it into a show, but to give it to us to use as our signing off signature. You're waiting now for me to say I love you more and more and more, dear. You're looking younger every day. You never were so sweet before, dear. No more money in the bank. No cute baby we can spank. So what's to do about it? Let's put out the lights and go to bed. <laughs> 
Well, this week's show is coming to a close. We heard a great soundtrack from a Flip the Frog motion picture, Movie Madness, from 1931. Then we heard Nick and his Creole serenaders with Mopaleme side number one. Florence Brady sang a song called Sunshine. And we ended up with Rudy Valley and Let's Put Out the Lights and Go to Sleep. Well, this is your codger. I'll be back next week. You know, in the old days of radio, at the end of the program, they used to say, it's time to shoot the announcer. Well, for the, for the most part, this was all good fun. It was just a joke. It's like wishing someone success and telling them to break a leg. It's rare that you actually wanted them to break a leg, or maybe hired someone to break their leg, or perhaps took matters into your own hands and broke their leg as a way of wishing them good fortune. By the same token, when they said at the end of the radio program that it was time to shoot the announcer, it was rarely taken seriously. Uh, rarely. Like when a guy like Al Capone smiled and said he was going to sock you in the jaw. <laughs> what he really meant was that he was going to break your legs and then shoot you. These are idiomatic phrases, and they should never be taken literally. So, when I tell you that this is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org, none of that is literally true. I'm here in East Orange, but WFMU is in Jersey City. WMFU is a figment of Ken Friedman's imagination. That there is no such place as Mount Hope, which is a utopian fantasy. And you can't possibly be in New York City and Rockland County at the same time. So that's just plain dumb. As for WFMU.org, don't get me started. I'm liable to shoot you. Literally. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hardy. Hardy White? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you recognize me. I'm here again, my friend. Why are you here, Hardy? Are you selling me something? Selling you something for free? I am a distributor. I have a sort of pyramid scheme operation where I make available to people items to decorate their mind palace with. Today, I am offering an earwig, a giant earwig, a giant talking earwig, that reminds you that you are clever. Oh, I've seen you get out of tougher situations than this. And he'll lay there on a settee in one of the rooms of your mind palace, making himself available all the time. So you get into a situation, hmm, I'm going to go in there and look for him. You don't have to get the settee. A lot of our clients do. Uh, you don't have to. He can just sit there. It's an earwig. He'd be happy under a piece of carpet. But you are going to have to get him something like carpet to feed him. And we have so many carpet memories. I know that I do. I have very uh, 
elaborate memories of getting carpet as a kid. We would go to the carpet stores and my grandparents would buy rolls and rolls of it and say, well, I already have our floors covered. And my grandparents say, you never know when you're going to need extra carpeting. And the rolls would just pile up. We had it everywhere. We'd line the walls with it. And people would come to our house to record jazz. It was a great thing. And then all those memories faded because I had built them in my fantasy memory room of my mind palace, which I'm now having redone because a pipe broke. Oh, it happens, friends. And when pipes break, have the Three Stooges come on over and fix it for you. You can, re you know what I like to do with my Three Stooges memories is I recast them and I'll put modern actors in there that don't belong in the role. And that makes it better for me. Everything should have, I believe, a slightly awkward flavor or feeling to it. And then I know I'm really alive if I'm at least a little bit uncomfortable. And I don't mean in a way, a painful way, just like, uh, I don't know. I was in a, a religion for a while, and, and the person that was the guru said to me, it can be all summed up in the Charles Nelson Riley sound, <laughs> like that. And we'd all do that together. It became like a chant. Oh, if I were here at your door, my friend, and by your door, I mean your ears. I stand there at your ears, the symbolic door of your soul, and I see that it's a, what a nice door. You can change the color of it. Change the color of my ears. Yes. And let all sorts of things in. Say, I'm going to let something new in my ears today. And so you listen to, what's this? Garbage songs from the 80s. Oh, well. Well, not everything you want to let in. Uh, some things you screen or have in your mind palace, a sort of uh, parlor, a little room where people come in at first. I know what you're going to foyer. And um, a little waiting room, okay? And some of them you can keep there forever. You don't ever have to show them to their room and say, I don't need you. And you don't have to, you don't get to live in my mind. You get to sit in the waiting room and be bored. I'm not going to engage you. Oh, thought, what, what, what thoughts are you thinking of particularly? I don't know. A lot of canceled sitcoms and things I don't need in there anymore. I used to put them in the attic. I think, oh, I'm going to get in some kind of quiz debate with somebody. And they're going to say, who starred in Hello, Larry? And I'm going to need to know that. And I go, I don't know. Steve, something Stevenson. I don't need to know it anymore, though. And then when it's not there, I find I have all this room and I can learn new information, some of which I may actually need. McLean Stevenson. And uh, by going through, can I clean it out with you? Do you want me to... You have to clean out your own mind palace, and that's because you may find things that are embarrassing, and they belong in there. Oh, all that we are doing today. Look, I don't know much, friends, and I don't, don't have a lot of skills, but one of them is that I come to you, and we leave the reality that you are currently in, which is to say, oh, I'm ready to leave that, Hardy. I know. Come on. And say, well, I'm worried, though. We're going to leave the reality I'm in and, and go into this other place, you say. Yes. Oh, I'm, you're paying attention. You bless me. And then, uh, but I'm afraid that's kind of like escaping, you say. I go, for what we're going to do, it's not escaping. Is it escaping to go into the bathroom? And you say, well, sometimes it is if it's a party or something. Granted. But you really have a reason to be there. Now, you can do what you need to do elsewhere. 
but everyone agrees that it's best done in private, in a special room, in the bathroom in this case. But what we're talking about, you're not talking about pooing and peeing. No, what I'm talking about is psychic repair. Psychic repair. What is that, Hardy? Well, it isn't anything. I just made that up. And therefore, it can be done anywhere and completed perfectly. Because you say, well, if it doesn't exist, then I can't get it wrong. That's precisely right. So what we seek to do, and what I say, by we, probably none of us, is we're going to step away now from our usual way of thinking. And we're going to perhaps, well, if we're not driving or if we're driving and we feel daring, we will close our eyes. Maybe we have a car that is willing to take over from you. You have a bumper sticker that says, God schmod, I, my car auto drives. And then, uh, so you can close your eyes now and say, I'm going to leave the reality that I'm currently in and I'm going to babble like an idiot. No, I don't know. Don't leave the reality. I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's stay in the reality we're in and we'll go into a sort of a, a chamber within that. And it's all in your head. Oh, what else is all in my head? Oh, you wouldn't want to know. They don't want you. There's a couple of things they say. Don't see sausages being made. Uh, don't watch laws being made. And don't watch people making sausages in the halls of Congress out of people's brains. Because that's horrifying. I don't know that, that we do that so much anymore. Uh, a lot of that is done by big, in big factories now. Our brains are made into sausage. And I, I, we call it social something, networking, or I, I don't know what it is. But it's nice. The sausage is an interesting for, a way of consuming uh, uh, reality. But I prefer to go out and uh, take the contents of my mind, and I like to empty them out on the floor, and then I like to, I like to go through, I like to hold each one up, and then deliver what I like to think of as a very boring show-and-tell speech. Because if you do it right, the only 